Hello and welcome to Bristol City Mixing Cast. This is our podcast all about Bristol City women. Who play in the WSL? For now. <laughs> For now. <laughs> oh, sorry, that was No, come on. Sorry. come on. Let's not be that... Pessimistic. Pessimistic. Okay. Um, my name's Nat Brown. My name's Dean Withers, and today we're going to be talking about City's 2-1 home defeat to West Ham. City were undone by a goal from Hanora Hayashi on the 13th minute. We had an equaliser from Amelie Testrup and a goal from Vivian Asai in the 55th minute was to seal our fate. Mm-hmm. So we lost at home again. Nil point. Nil, nil point. Um, so we're going to talk about it and we are going to just go through it. So it was... Let's start pre-game. Let's start lineup. pre-game. Let's start pre-game. And um, it was a lovely atmosphere. It was a beautiful day. Beautiful day. The it was sun a lo- was shining. Lovely atmosphere. Everybody was out. And Everybody brought a friend. It was because of the... Promotion from the, the club. Free tickets. Free ticket for season ticket holders. It was nice because we brought, genuinely brought some people to their first games and they had a lovely time. They did. They did. So shout out to, thank you to, you know, Gavin Marshall and the and the, and the the team at City. Yeah, it was nice to have some that. new folks there. That was cool. That was a nice way to do it. Just to be it, like, it come along, it's free. Yeah, I think um, it worked. And yeah. they loved it. And despite the result, I think they'll be coming back again because they bought some scarves. They did buy some scarves, yeah. And it's only going to get warmer now, so that's the only time you can use them. Exactly. So, yeah, so it was a nice vibe. I think things started to go a little bit weird when the team news dropped. Yeah, it, it did sort of go really... I think it was just maybe us. I think we... Um, Our know, heads all spun quite out. Very, very, very paranoid. What's, <laughs> what's Rob's excuse? <laughs> he wasn't premenstrual. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, what's your excuse, Rob? Um, so the 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 news was that Naomi Lazer wasn't playing and wasn't on the team sheet anywhere. Was on the team sheet anywhere, and coming in for her was Scylla Struck, who I, I didn't think she did too badly actually. No, I quite like her. Yeah, and um, Satara Murray. Yep, coming back after a long period on the sidelines, and then <laughs> promptly going off basically not After lasting 12 or so minutes or yeah so. yeah um not 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 looking particularly fit actually no and um unfortunately no. that seemed a slightly premature recovery but Brooke has been back on the bench so that was really good yeah and she was warming up the whole time as well so I guess they just don't want to take a risk on Brooke because when she's back you want her back <laughs> we're gonna need her back we're gonna need her because <laughs> there's nobody else we're gonna need Brooke just kind of crashing into everybody we need we actually do need somebody who's going to put their body on the line because I think that's what we missed yesterday and and I wonder as well because the thing that spun us out I think we all saw at least Rob and I saw Naomi Lezell not on the team sheet and not in the squad I think we both immediately went to from zero to a hundred hundred and like you She's know been sold catas- catastrophized well, what's the word catastrophized catastrophized yeah. in an in an really impressive and, and simultaneous and almost it was incredible you two have spent far too much time together it was um, i think we, we exist on like, the same <gasps> paranoid plane and we we're like yes she's definitely been sold she's going she's go she see she still may go the transfer window is still open i think my thought was 
Carla Ward has been saying very vocally that Villa need a centre back. Yeah. And she's a centre back. And she's a brilliant one. And she's brilliant and she's also got the best stats, isn't it, for like most clearances, clearances in, in WSL. WSL. So everybody's yeah. sniffing around her anyway. And she's obviously brilliant. She probably won't stay at Bristol for much longer, particularly if we get relegated. So we went to You did. It we was went really to that place. Impressive. You, you, you went straight there and you didn't. And then come everybody down. was <laughs> I know, I just lost it basically. For the whole of the first half, I was convinced that Naomi Lazel had been sold and I was it was it was it really spun me out actually. And it, and I think it unnerved quite a few there was like a very nervous, unnerved energy actually. Um among the crowd because we were all like what's going on what's going on legs out are you injured are you injured and then people were interpreting her hand gestures in different ways yeah i mean the best interpretation was the one that actually happened where i asked are you injured and then she held her thumb and her uh, index finger about a millimeter uh, centimeter apart which i believe means a little bit yes and so, you had a completely reasonable and normal, so i said did you, are you why aren't you playing are you injured and she said a little bit basically in yeah. sign language um, i think what it was rather I, than like holding your thumb and index finger a little bit apart from one another and you being like she's definitely going to villa <laughs> like, well, it was one of those moments when you really when mis- misinformation can spread like wildfire i like fire. that you've detached yourself from this it was only you it wasn't it, it wasn't Rob. it wasn't i was the double helix it's it, <laughs> it was it was like we'd walked into a vortex together and but anyway she's still on the she's she's still she a bristol there, city player because that's the thing now. that also didn't make sense you <clears throat> wouldn't me. have sold someone and let them sit in the stands i know i know like she was sat with all the other bristol city players she, else, she was clearly what injured. else spun me out actually it was like katie robinson being there chatting oh, to Fran bentley katie i was robinson. just like what is she doing there i could have i i was very very close to saying to katie robinson i know that fran's your girlfriend and everything but you can't sit there <laughs> like get out of my eye line because I, was, I feel angry with I feel you angry with you and you need to go away and take you know if Fran and you need to go and sit up in the boxes or whatever you in know, a private you, space then, then you'd better go because you can't be sitting right in front of some you know city fans that we are that follow the team to Crawley of all places to watch that you can't sit in front of me two rows in front of me with that very distinctive hair. I'm not going to not remember that it's you at any point. I I, th- I was angry actually. Okay. At Katie Robinson for right. sitting so close to me. So that was the that was the <laughs> that was the vibe coming from you. I was just you was were, you were very angry. Weird... You were very angry with Naomi Lazell for not <laughs> signing with no, Villa, I was, I and w- I was very angry with Katie Robinson for scoring against us last week. I was week. saying I'll never forgive her if she leaves in this window. <laughs> I'll never forgive her. You I were like, like, if they don't want to be on the bus, they can clear off anyway. <laughs> it's just like, it just all, it was all terribly out of hand immediately. So you're right, it was quite vibey, but that's what it's that's what it's like when it's nervy. Yeah, and we, we I a, think we we absolutely have stopped. So it was very, <laughs> it was very nervy. Anyway, that's even before the game started. So we've got. 
we're all you're obviously popping with your head about Katie Robinson. I'm, I am I am sort of sitting there going like, what is she doing there? What is she? I'm glad you had that reaction. Yeah, I did. I thought it was completely unreasonable. Yeah, I'm glad you... of her and me <laughs> yeah, combined. It was just it was a recipe for disaster. It, it was. I think everybody was, and I'm glad you said it because maybe other people felt like that as well. And you know, respect to you, Katie Robinson. Yeah, don't like don't dislike her, but like we're we're in a relegation dogfight right now, and she was one of the people that. Just, just put a nail in our she, coffin she last week. She literally scored against us last week when we could have got a point. And she celebrated hard. And she celebrated hard. Not okay. I Not know. okay. So, yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was all and a we bit... we went okay. It was a bit, like, it was a bit edgy, wasn't and it? And Mustaki, as, as well, and Mustaki wasn't... I know, yeah. we were all kind of looking at it and going, like, why is Mustaki not playing? Yeah. Why is Luzel not playing? It was yeah. all like... I it was, know, It was I know. all like, whoa. I know we've had so much change, haven't we? We've had so much change. We've all have had all of our million goalkeepers. I think our back, our back lot. When Brooke got injured, Mustaki stepped in and has done really well, very solid. And like we've barely noticed Brooke missing. I'd say I don't think conceding has been like our big, big problem. I do think not scoring has been the bigger issue. So I don't. I think like our back five has been pretty good as a back five. So I think to not have Lazel and Mustaki. In and there. Brooke. and and you know if Brooke would have come in, I think that might have made made up for it in some way. But I thought it was, yeah, I, I just it was a little bit spinny, wasn't it? it to was, see, like okay, it was, quite, it was quite spinny. And I will just say about Lazel, I think the reason why I went there so quickly is I'd I'd been watching her, watched her against Liverpool, and I watched her against Brighton, and I just thought she didn't look quite happy. She looked a little bit out of sorts, and I wonder if she was a little bit injured. Um, because usually Lazelle is is like throwing herself in front of the balls, like you know those kind of body blocks, as well as doing all those other things as well. She's putting yeah. her body on the line, and she, she didn't do that for the Liverpool goal, and she sort of stood back a bit. And I just thought she looked a little bit withdrawn in the Brighton game, so I immediately put two and two together and came up with 150 and went to a really weird place. And I think it it may still happen that she goes. Who knows? We are we are recording this on Monday night. And yeah. It's possible it's the possible. transfer window will she's, close. She's good enough. She's obviously good enough. She's gonna play for the Devils. She's gonna play for England seniors one day. She's a f- absolutely fantastic player. She is brilliant and and I think that's why and I think the Knowing that and knowing how brilliant Lazelle is and knowing how much we need her, mm-hmm. the, the, even the thought of her going just was an absolute, an absolutely devastating blow. <laughs> <laughs> it was! <laughs> and it just made, it made everybody just, well, it made Rob and I spin out. And yeah. it, was just, it was just terrible. So, so the, we'll so the see. nice day went bad, didn't it? It went bad it, in just a moment. Everything yeah. just, it was like the, the sky was torn apart it and was all this weird stuff came mm-hmm. and it was but it you know the game started and we we actually started the game quite well i thought we were all right to begin with we, we had were... a corner silla struck had a good head yeah. um went over the bar but it was good and we're like we were up there we were pressing them good corner yeah you know good start really wasn't it we didn't let them at us um but after 10 minutes or so, I think they, well... They it, just started to bed down, didn't they? It was number 22, wasn't it? it yeah, was Katrina Gorey, she was outstanding the whole game. What a player, it has to be said. And I don't I don't like saying this about 
opposition players, but she was fantastic. And actually, I thought, depressingly, West Ham, it really suited them, like coming to Ashton Gate, playing on that pitch. They were cultured footballers, technical footballers who enjoy playing on big, expansive, well-kept pitches. Dagenham's probably a bit horrible in 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 comparison yeah and, and ashton gate was like welcome yeah take well, it all <laughs> welcome but it's a beautiful place isn't it it was it's a lovely like, place you know, it's like kind of probably made them go yeah we are we are amazing yeah and, and they, they and they actually are when you look at them and you looked at like i mean their squad um, is vivian assay brilliant is yeah incredible and i thought she had a really good game she was so dangerous she had that disallowed goal she handballed it and then popped it in the in the top corner and you know, gutted for her, not gutted for her, but she was probably gutted that she handballed it because it was it was a very clearly a, a very clear handball. Um, but the strike afterwards was incredible, wasn't the it? The strike like, was un- amazing. It was really yeah. good, and they were all they were all very very good. I think um, Yueki was really good. Um, Hayashi was really good. Mm-hmm. Gori was really good. They all of those just, things. They were just, they were just good. They, were just great. they just looked. It offered them a really good platform, and they just they just. They controlled the pace of the game. They were they were passing around. They made it look easy. We just we just couldn't deal with it. And when they scored, um, I I did wonder if when I was looking back at the the highlights if we could have got got to and closed the down. It's classic. It's how many times has that happened to us mm. this season? It's happened to us so many times. Yeah. And actually, that was that was something that was happening less after the Arsenal game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. We were getting done like that every single week. Yeah. Um, and that's what I mean about the putting the body on the line and the mm. the blocks, throwing yourself in front of the ball. We haven't been doing that so much recently. Yeah, and it's, it's it, w- it was that sort of goal, though, wasn't it? It was like get out to them, but it, we just didn't just didn't get there in time. So yeah, that was that was a real that was what twelfth minute. Yeah, thirteen. Oh, thirteen, it was. Yeah, so it was. It, it just was took just, the. Yeah, just it was deflating, wasn't it? And yeah. it just because like it just <clears throat> things felt a little flat after that. They did. Um, they did for the whole of the second half. We just couldn't. We couldn't get into the half. game. Sorry, the first half. Just couldn't get into the game. We were, we were really ineffective, and it was just really stoppy. Actually, it was a very fragment. The whole game was very well, stoppy. This is starting. another thing, isn't it? That they were very, um, they were very professional in their sitting on their bums. They didn't let us get a rhythm. They knew as soon as they went a goal ahead, all they had to do was le- was maintain it. Was it. Disgusting. And they though, actually, it? It's horrible. They did actually. Horrible. How many minutes? In the second half, there was 11. 11 minutes. How many minutes time. in the first half? Seven or something? Seven, yeah. That's that's a lot, isn't it? That yeah. shows how much but sitting even, on bums. But even then, they, they sat on their bums in that 11 minutes in the second half. And they yeah. were... Yeah, it was horrible. And, and you know, Mewis came on and she fouled... I can't remember who she fouled, but she fouled somebody. Just horrible. Like, you know, fair play to you having really good play. They were, they were just... They were they were better in every department really, but th- without still being outstanding, mm. you know, we just let them. Yeah, it was two one, and we was just like, well, that like could we have gone for them? Because should we talk about the second half? Yeah. Okay, so first half they scored, we went a bit flat and didn't really do anything, and and all they really did was maintain. They didn't really press us actually. Mm. There weren't any like terrifying moments. It was just really like, it was just them going. This is how we can control it let them kind of try their attacks and we'll just scoop it up and not really try with ours. So it was just, we did it was have very... That, we did have that um, penalty shout in the first half and Mary Ward played in that. She started her first game for City in the WSL. Yeah, she was saying. excellent. She was very good. Yeah. And she did have a bit of a penalty shout. 
you know, you've seen them given uh, when uh, in real time, I was like, she's just run into them. But actually, when you look at it, she kind of she was basically fouled by them in the box. I, I would have been surprised if it had been given because it was three against one. So and like it, I, I think it would have been it would have been unusual for to see it kind of given as a penalty just because she was just running in into the box mm. but um but she did create a lot of things i feel like if she yeah she was someone who was willing to take people on and trying to create some triangles down that right hand side and she did she did do really well actually like you know um but yeah ultimately we didn't manage to score in the first half so that was a disappointment and we didn't even threaten their goal and, and i think not really we no. should have we should have just had a go at Mackenzie Arnold because I'm not convinced by her this season. I think she should have been put under so much pressure. Yeah. And I think, I also just think the only way we could have won that game, what we should have done, we should have been really aggressive and in their faces and just been an absolute nightmare. We should have all been like Jamie Lee and just biting and, and, and you know, pushing people and being a bit like they were. Yeah, just niggling at us and just, just being horrible. A go. And we need to be more horrible. Yeah. Basically, we just we're too nice. We're slow. We were too slow. Just like it was all a bit. Oh. We weren't shooting. We just weren't like there shooting. was a few times when we just like round the box and we just passed it, passed it, passed it, passed it. Someone needs to just whack it because sometimes that comes off. Look at the thing about that Amy Rogers goal. Yeah, she didn't think about it, did she? She was in a stupid place, really. But she, what did she do? Whacked it, ran onto it, and gave it a good smack. It's just like right, come on, people start giving it a good whack and do you know what? if it's a like good if it's an okay shot you might get a corner someone well, might, might spill it, it. you know yep. something that's what we like that's what like the thing i said afterwards was what like chaos we've got no chaos we were talking about pace as well so there's not like the the how quickly we're doing things is too it's too slow it's, so it gives everybody time to react and then we have to be the ones that like think about a way to kind of solve the situation it's like, well, actually, if we just move, if we take the initiative, then they have to respond to us. But it's like the pressure's put back on us to be the problem solvers, to unlock a defence. It's just like, well, if we just did things really quickly, then the pressure's on them to figure us out. And it's just like, but that's what I mean by chaos, I think. Just doing things that are like unpredictable and quick. And like, oh, I wasn't expecting the shot to happen then. Or I wasn't expecting someone to just charge at me at 100 miles an hour because, you know, you might and you might get a free kick or something. I just think... Yeah, we just need a little bit more chaos and a bit more, you know, just like unpredictability and just like, yeah, we look like we're just going to pass it around, lose it and then do it again. Yeah, absolutely. And so second half, Phil Morgan comes on for Mary Ward and injects a bit of, well, a lot of pace on the on the right wing. West Ham start and... I think they kind of start to pin us in. And I was, when we were watching it, I was just like, oh, they're going to pin us in now. Yeah. They're just going to pin us in and they're going to score. And then they, they did get the ball in the back of the net, but it was offside. And then from that, we pelted down the other end. Fionn Morgan just knocked it past the last player and just ran and ran and ran and then pulled it back for Emily Testrup. Beautiful finish. It was a great goal, actually. It was brilliant. I think it came from Shea Yanez as well. I think the pass, I might be wrong because it's just out of view and it, when it actually happened, I was so still feeling really quite sad that they'd scored a goal, but then it was, you know, and then it was offside. So it was all a bit confused. So I didn't really see what happened, but the highlights seem to show that Shea Yanez puts the ball down and then the next thing you know... It's at Fionn Morgan's feet. So I think it's come from Yanez 
to Morgan on the halfway line and Morgan just kicks it out in front of her but towards the goal and she beats she beats the player for pace but then the really impressive thing is also that player kind of catches her up at one point and tries to shoulder barge her out of the way and Fionn Morgan can stand up to it which is quite impressive because this person was bigger and looked pretty strong but Morgan just kind of gets on with it and then the next person to go for her is Gori and she gets past her as well and you think she's kind of messed it up at this point but she gets to the kind of she gets to the the back line and uh, and pulls it back and there's Testrup who's actually she is a fox in the box she knows where to be at the right time uh, and yeah brilliant it was a brilliant goal like it was, it's really it was, a, it was really impressive it was from, a beautiful from goal Morgan. And, and i was watching it back i was like oh this is such a lovely goal and i kind of felt happy about it and then i was just like oh but we lost yeah but it, it was a brilliant goal and it just shows what happens when you just go right that's it yanez to morgan no thinking from morgan just like absolutely smoking hot pace and like actually i, I don't need to be like that, that sounded disrespectful like, like not thinking but she kind of she instinctive instinctive yeah. yeah so she knew at a certain point that she couldn't cross it she couldn't cross it she couldn't cross it but she knew no matter what she was she was able to get the ball in eventually because she's quicker than everybody so she waited until she got to the to the baseline and it was brilliant like it's such a great little cutback and and some teams great cutback. some teams do that as a strategy yeah they go all that way and then go back and it's it's so hard to defend yeah it's really really hard to defend but yeah, it was brilliant. So, like, what? Three people involved in that and Fionn Morgan's brilliant pace. That's the and first time this season, movement. isn't it, that we've seen that? Yeah, there's a few times where you think, like... And, and I was really, you know... And she knew that the angle wasn't good enough to, like, have a shot on goal. That actually wasn't ever going to work. So, But the fact that she kind of made something out of it, it was so impressive. It was so brilliant. And you just thought, right, this is this is what you want from Fionn Morgan early in the first early in the second half coming on as a sub and making that kind of impact because they didn't realize I don't think that she was going to be able to do that so Mm. I thought it was a great call to bring her on and I don't think you always have to start your kind of like players like Fionn Morgan I think bringing but bringing her on at 45 not 60 was brilliant yeah I think so and I think we need we've got a few more options now because in the transfer window see Lisa Evans came in um, that was the big news from Thursday night. Signing from West Ham, which I think we all thought, oh, hello, it's a sinking ship. But we were kind of, <laughs> we were wrong with that. Um, so Lisa Evans came on and <clears throat> so she's joined us now as well. So we've got her and Stratagakis. So there are a few more options and with Mary Ward starting as well. And and also Shania Hales came off the bench and has looked really good. The past couple of matches, she looked really good at Brighton and she looked really really good yesterday yeah she did she looked really sharp really strong really brilliant like I'd like to see her now like yeah used more I think you know we've we've just got a problem really in that we've got lots of goodish players but who's like someone now needs to take a step I think Testrup's been brilliant all season mine she's just she's got another goal didn't she she's been She's been scoring for us more than anybody else. Um, but yeah, I really, you know, if someone like Morgan could go, right, okay, this is this is my game now. But, you know, rather than doing what she did once, like just tear him up for a half, 45 minutes of Fionn Morgan terrifying you. Because after that, after that goal, I felt like we really struggled 
to work it like if we slow down at all if we give any team the opportunity to settle we can't get past them think about all of our really good goals um you know that have come from say like a cross or anything like they've been quick like the you know the couple of headed goals we've had so they've come from very quick kind of movements from back to front and I don't think you know yeah I think if we're gonna actually like if we're gonna go at teams we have to get up in their faces before they have any time to settle like if they play deep at all we can't figure it out if they you know like if it has to be exposing them and that was the one time where we really kind of made them run back at their goal every uh, all the other time they're just facing us so it's like turn them and make them run towards their goal and we might actually be okay mind you there was there was a brilliant abby harrison pass in the first half she kind of looped it from the left hand side round two of their players and it, it landed at Testrop's feet i can't quite remember oh, yeah. how that la- how it ended up but <clears throat> no it, i do remember yeah it was brilliant it was perfect and i thought mm-hmm. there we go we've got Testrop running at goal again this could be a moment but it's the only time anything really happens for us is when we've got them running at their own goal mm. and you're right i don't think we tested them enough there's no. only a couple of times that we made them do that it's like for some reason we just they sat back and we that's not we just can't figure it out we can't figure out how to like make a team who just you know who just sets up to defend us we just can't really get through them mm. yeah absolutely and um the in the 55th minute vivian assay scored a very actually a really lovely counter-attacking goal um gory who was fantastic the whole game kind of break up great simple passing uh-huh. um really brilliant example of a midfielder who can break things up and yeah. do the simple passing and keep it moving yeah um to jess zoo who then you know lovely pass to assay and um kind of sma- smashed it through Cheyenne's legs unfortunately mm-hmm. so you know when I did when I watched it I did think oh maybe she could have done a bit better or made herself a bit bigger um still I'm still a little bit like in the goalkeeping department I just don't know what's happened this season I've I I'm not I'm not convinced Cheyenne's is like better than Liv Clark mm. yeah she's more senior yeah but that's it yeah you know I'm still I still don't understand what's happened uh, this year Mm. apart from Fran Bentley getting injured yeah um as much as you know she's got to have time to embed and everything but I it's I feel like Liv Clark has got a really calm presence yeah and she was doing perfectly well I just don't yeah not really entirely sure why she was like replaced yeah um apart from age so yeah I mean maybe she wouldn't have saved that and Asai is she was just great actually what a player she was really good yeah, she was actually yeah. um yeah <sighs> anyway we so lost it didn't we we lost it it was so where do we go from here you know that's the thing and i think the the other disappointing thing from the match is that the first 45 we just said we weren't there were we we just didn't get in their faces we weren't we didn't wake up we didn't activate ourselves we didn't have a what's the go moment is that what they call it um don't don't know. No, don't know if that's a thing we just no. didn't seem to to go um in the first half and mm. that was the same at brighton i actually think we had less intensity and less focus in this game i think we had a patch of like five minutes mm. when we 
penetrated mm. and when we made an impact in Brighton we had longer spells but mm. that's quite worrying the the lack of ability to to start games effectively and to have gear shifts within the game and you know where do we where do we go next week? we've got Aston Villa um away from home what, what are we going to do we're going to go to Warsaw <laughs> <laughs> on a bus on a sold out coach yeah that'll be fun we still <coughs> have a lovely time don't we we do Apart have a lovely afterwards time afterwards when we have um a terrible time but no um i ugh, i just don't know i don't know i think so next week who are you starting because we've got some options okay. now for the first time this season we've actually got a bit of a, a menu to pick from in yeah. terms of the so team this is this is the bonus now we've got a couple more players in who are kind of um well lisa evans is a is like a wsl professional 100 caps you know she's a definite addition to the squad so she's at least given us an extra person to like think about and more potential to bring someone off the bench who's meaningful so I think another thing that was important in the second half was like a shift to a back four. So ideally, if everybody were fit, I would actually maybe start thinking about having Lazelle and Aspen as our two centre halves because that's the dream team, right? I think they can do it. This is I'd love them to be fit, the pair of them. If they're not, then I'd have to rethink this next bit. Um, but, you know, probably probably Ella Powell on on the left and um and Jamie Lee, maybe as a you know, as a as a defender. Also, I'm kind of thinking, you know, Ella Powell, great endeavour and everything, but I don't know, is she a bit of a headless chook at the moment? Like, you know? It's a bit I don't know, Mustaki of someone there, if she was fit, someone who's a bit more calm. I don't know. I'm asking for chaos and then complaining when people kind of give it. I don't know. I don't really know. Anyway, what I'm thinking is, can Connolly now step up into midfield? Like she was... And play next to Rogers. play next to Rogers. <clears throat> because that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Because mm -hmm. I think they're both very good. Rogers has been brilliant this season mm. in like an upward trajectory. And I think she's not necessarily getting like loads better, but she doesn't disappoint me. She always kind of seems to do the right things. Rogers and Connolly. Like, can Connolly influence a game more from midfield maybe i don't know maybe this is all too kind of risky maybe we've kind of made our bed and have to kind of see it like what do you do now do you stick or twist we have to, we have to do something surely well, you have like, to go and, we've like, got no yeah. we've we've got we've absolutely got no um no no leg to stand on so to speak yeah we've just got to go for it basically every single game lauren smith said in her comments afterwards after the match 10 cup finals yeah so we have to the only thing we can do is go for it yeah and i think changes need to be made something radical needs to happen well i'd say test drop down the middle i can't remember if hales has a left foot or a right but i think she has a left foot okay so I think then she has a both foot no i think she has one distinct preference i just can't remember what it is because i've seen her run at goal before and then not know what to do because she was going down the other the wrong flank i think left i think i don't remember anyway whatever <laughs> side whatever side so that she's running at goal she would score with i'd have her 
and then I don't know. I so don't you'd know. start with Hales and Testrup. Hales and Testrup, yeah. And I don't know who else. Maybe Mary Ward. And I'd put Stratagakis behind him. Yeah, you don't know about Stratagakis. I don't know. I don't know. She had 10 minutes, didn't really touch the ball. <laughs> Just put her in anyway. <laughs> Why not? And that's right. I'm leaving Abby Harrison on the bench and Carrie Jones. Mm, interesting. I don't know. Explain. Um... I don't. I don't really know. Anyway, I just want to change formation. This is what I want now. I, I want to change I formation. Think, like I, I want four two. Basically, it's like four two three one, or four two diamond four up the top. Mm-hmm. I can just see it. Mm-hmm. We need to be winning the second ball more because mm. so often we were just sat there the other day, just going, "We never get the bounce. We never get the rub of the green. We never get this." Actually, that's not true. We are not set up to win those balls we're not set up to in the middle win it back so let's put more people in the middle and if they want the ball wide fine they can have the ball wide because we should be able to defend that um but let's have more people in the middle like we're missing like fernie aren't we we're missing like a kind of cultured clever footballer who can kind of control a game so can Connolly do that more from midfield hopefully you know i've listened like sat a couple of rows back from rachel furness you just realize like she's ideally going to be pulling the strings and you think if she was on the pitch she would be the one being like telling people shoot screaming it at the back of their heads if they've got a, a second of time she would be telling them to shoot and she would be telling them to do this and she'd be i just feel like she'd be like orchestrating things more and that's what we're kind of missing i feel like we're missing like someone to kind of make the idea come to life so yeah Initiative. maybe megan Connolly <clears throat> could do that more if she was in midfield maybe she would have more of an impact upon our forward play as opposed to she's clearly got an excellent impact on defensive structure and you can tell that she's the one pulling the strings to make us not concede many or too many and when we've played our best you can see that she's the one making it happen lazel's clearances are obviously there but like if you look at them when they're playing at their best they work really closely with one another and she's the one doing a lot of the talking so it's just like if you moved her further up could she be playing very close to someone like like a number 10 and and rogers and making things happen and pulling those strings i don't know i think you know take her out of one position you you weaken that and put her in a new position you it's not like she can't play center um center midfield Mm. that's what she was bought for and she takes all the free kicks and she's clearly the like, you know, the ball, you know, she can deliver. So I don't know. This is. But anyway, the second half, we did go to a back four, but Connolly was still in it. So I just I wouldn't mind seeing like a fit back four with with our best back four. And then like just more like defenders being in defense and being like, you know, or like maybe like a you know Ella could play there, but more just like just just be a defender. Don't worry about getting forward. Mm-hmm. Just defend it, and the back yeah. four just defend it, and then we'll let like we've got two holding midfielders that can play the ball, and four people up front that can kind of run and change and be dynamic and chase things and run at people, and you know that's what I want actually. I want like defenders just defending, not worrying about wing backs because they look shattered. Ella Powell and Jamie Lee Napier just worked so hard the other day, but actually, like, let them just defend and let our forward players, like, run rings around everybody because maybe there's a bit of confusion about who does what. 
Mm. Yeah. Well, why not? I can't argue with that. So um, yeah, I, I've made my case for well, my I formation. Think, yeah, very, very, very convincing. And I do think that maybe Abby Harrison should come off the bench and have a chance to impact the game in that way, perhaps with Lisa Evans, perhaps with Fionn Morgan. So start the game with a set of forwards and then change it quite early on, either at half time or, you know, 55, 60 minutes. Mm. Just do something that can change the dynamics of the game. And hopefully that's what's going to happen because you've never had that luxury before this season of having some options off the bench. So let's see how that works out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, fingers crossed. But yeah, I just hope regardless of who plays that everybody brings their, you know, their greatest amount of like dynamism and we've got a game plan that everybody like understands and we can move quickly and do everything with kind of speed and less thinking and yeah, more kind of instinctive fun goal scoring like yeah let's go for it yeah because it was pretty dark in terms of the outcome on Sunday which was in complete um contrast actually to the 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 atmosphere at the game and I think that's something that's really worth saying that it was a really brilliant atmosphere there was lots of people singing lots of people shouting for the team there was 6,000 City women fans it was great to see that yeah it's great to hear the Jamie Lee song being sung oh hearing it over in the uh in the other stand was incredible yeah. it was it's so great. so good and yeah there was loads of people shouting and like the whole the, there must have been like a couple of thousand over in that other stand yeah a thousand at least because uh, it sounded incredible and at one point they were all just clapping like yeah it was brilliant. You could see them all and it was great. And that kicked us all off. And then we all did it back. And it was just like, but you're right. Like it was, it was all City Women fans. Um, we were all there for that because when they scored, nothing. There were a few West Ham fans there, but they were, they were pretty silent. And but they were in such a minority that they didn't cheer. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it was just like, that was great. And then when we did anything, then there was lots of cheering, you know, there, if there was a good tackle or a good moment or like if we got a corner, it was it was really noisy, you know. It was, it was really, great. like, yeah, it was really good, like, good so, effort from the crowd. And and people, I know we're losing at home, but it's still, it's still worth going. Yeah. You feel like, because we're never, like, lo- like, what we're losing by, like, a goal every time. Or the last yeah. few guests, so annoying to, like, come on, get a point at least. Yeah, and I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's such a shame because they've done such a good job at creating a really good atmosphere and a really good match day experience for people coming. And because the performances off on the pitch are not going in the right direction, it would seem at the moment that potentially, you know, the I guess the spectre of going back to the RHPC next year and the the fan base, the numbers dwindling again. I mean, I think, you know, maybe we are getting a bit ahead of ourselves now in, in condemning us to relegation, but yeah. it did it did feel a bit like we haven't got any points from those two games where we really, really, really needed to hurt the, the teams around us and we really, really needed to pick up some points. So let's be realistic. Yeah, we're 12 and we couldn't beat 11 and 10. They yeah. beat us. 
and it's by pretty, an annoying yeah. margin, by a fine margin, but they, they beat us, you know, Brighton beat us because they showed the desire to beat us and they had the wind and Katie Robinson and and Elizabeth Turland. Well, right, exactly. And, you know, West Ham beat us because they had some very good footballers who like playing on really nice pitches mm-hmm. and they just they did us basically yeah they, they were just there was more nous there was more nous we need to be clever we need to be match smart we need to be horrible and yeah yeah so it's it is a shame and one of the things i've been thinking about just briefly mm-hmm. um just thinking about how how we can't seem to attract um you know, the likes of the players that West Ham can bring in, like yeah. Gory. Um, I'm not going to include Mewis in there. It was pretty funny watching her fall over and slip on the pitch, though, wasn't she it? She was She was a bit of a Bambi. I was quite surprised. Yeah. Gangly. <laughs> <laughs> gangly Mewis. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was just thinking about, I was, because I, I work in kind of publishing, I was thinking about agents and networks right. and thinking about the role of, of social connections basically in helping you to acquire players and you I'm, I imagine it's it's you know your market, you know the type of player who you want to bring in, but it's also who you know, you know, you're only as good as your address book in certain industries yeah, and yeah, publishing yeah. is like that. I imagine football's like that as well. Yeah. You know, we're probably not at the moment on the you know the first number that people call yeah which i find surprising because i think we could probably do a better job of selling ourselves as a as an option for players and i'm just i'm just more interested as 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 i look at the world of football kind of moving forward particularly you know with chelsea and just like bringing in seemingly having a blank checkbook and can just bring in loads of players Mm. and you know there's questions of almost like financial fair play that I'd be interested in looking into in into Chelsea and just mm. how they how are they allowed to stockpile yeah it's kind yeah. of that makes that makes me annoyed but i think the point is is that bristol is potentially here if if that is the case that it's partly about who you know and and who you've you know who's a, which agents you've got contact with we'd need somebody to come in who's like really super well networked um in the general manager role yeah and who can just activate all of those connections i think it's probably too late for this season um and this 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 stay in the wsl but maybe in the future that's who the type of person they want to be recruiting in the in the gm role is somebody who's who's got a very very good address book and yeah knows who all the agents are because currently we don't have a well, we've got, you know, we've got people in who are kind of, I think, patching over the Filling role in. and probably doing a, you know, doing a, a good job. But yeah. they're not, you know, they're not football. They're not the kind of people, I suppose, thinking of somebody like Lee Billiard at West Ham who mm. has got lots uh, of... Villa. Uh, Villa, sorry. Clarence Blue. Um, lots of connections. And so he was at Bristol for a while. Um, You know, a kind of... A football, a, a football fo- man, a football man, a football wheeler and dealer. We need like a football woman, and I think that's. I think I do think that's what we're we're lacking because we obviously have the, you know, the kind of myopia around us being a developmental club. I don't think that necessarily helps us be mm. competitive sometimes because it it we it it gives us an excuse for being nice, and I think in the future, I think that's what we need. Basically, I'm. 
I'm keen to know more. So I'm, I'm looking, for, I, will, I will look into this and try and find out more about how, how all this works in football because it's kind of interesting to me, yeah. um, particularly in the women's game and how, you know, how they, how, how it is that the likes of West Ham can bring in people like Katrina Gorey and... Yeah. I mean, it's probably wages as well. It may willingness, be a willingness to pay established players. That's what it is, usually. I don't think it is just about money, though. But I guess... But we, we don't know. We don't. It's not just about money. It's about the acquisition. It's about even being at the table to have that conversation. Yes, but yeah. So I think it's, it is about money, but it's also about connections. Mm. So anyway, I don't know. I'd be keen to talk to anyone involved at some point to, to learn more about it because it's it's my hunch i think it's 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 i think it's it's the missing piece of the the equation for me of, of like how these things work mm. so anything else you want to say nat no is I've that said it said everything we've said it all we've I needed to purge that yeah don't want to talk about it again okay um no worries so we will we will be back again we will go again after the aston villa match we will. We thank you for listening to the thank, Bristol thank City you. Vixen cast, and particularly to Shahan, whose birthday it was yesterday. No. It was Shahan. Yeah, it was his birthday. Oh, was, oh um, well. Thanks for was, mentioning it, Shahan. You shouldn't have kept that so quiet. <sighs> yeah, I know. He's so modest, he isn't he? Is. Happy birthday, Shahan. <laughs> he probably won't like us doing this. What? That was a bit naughty to say it. It was. <laughs> Do you think so? Yeah. Oh, I'll keep it in. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I'll see you next time when we, we go, go again. again. <laughs>